Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone. My name is Luke. I hope my sound is better this week. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hey, I'm Andy, a.k.a. that Mr. Guy, with suspicion in your voice. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to tell everybody about the Undertaker Baker. Excuse me. Wow, the Underbaker. I can't wait to hear about it as well. I just it's saw tremendous. the name. and All right, I can't wait to hear that. But just in case uh, people are going, what the hell are we talking about? Yes, we are the Never Open Podcast. We are a New Japan Pro Wrestling Podcast. And we're going to cover like three episodes of Declaration of Autumn Battle Attack Power. <laughs> because uh, I just don't like naming things what they are lately. House Dragons, Ring Powers, nothing yeah. gets its real name anymore. That's true. So we're going to cover those shows. And before I let Mr. Andy speak anymore, I just want to say that uh, there's ways people can contact us if they wish to. Oh, yes, I remembered. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> you can try it on the Tweety. <laughs> I am uh, at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusiver Tweets. Collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. And if you want to send, send us a written or voice email, you can do that too. NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. And... Uh, Hey, if you want to look never as fuck and wear a beautiful title that's being. Can you tell your neighbors to yeah, quit playing, playing their didgeridoo? didgeridoo? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can, you're going to hear it a lot more this week. I don't know why. I mean, you have to put up with their pet kangaroos. You got to put up with them throwing boomerangs all the time and being drunk and calling their, you naming all their kids Bruce. And then like, you know, also the didgeridoo. I mean, come on. It's too much. Yeah, it's it's too much, man. I mean, but yes, my neighbors, can... they just chuck chuck whiskey and shoot guns in the air. So I mean, you know, and and have rebel flags. So. Oh, that's the rational. Ex... <laughs> okay, you're throwing me off my game here. But yes, buy our never stuff. <laughs> uh, the never title is something that exists. I hope, and uh, oh. I hope it comes back to Japan very soon, please. Oh. Be devastated if that gets thrown out. Of garbage dumpster somewhere i'll be fucking pissed off but let's uh, talk about that what's going on there luke um so and i know you've got a bit more info but yeah mr machine gun carl anderson is seemingly back with the wwe and uh, he just so happens to be the current holder of the title of which we uh got our name for this very podcast so we're, we're not happy you know we, it was that? a great it was a good story but like yeah the, it's a good story, story of going, him you know? it's like it's the 10th anniversary of the title he's the champion he didn't get it 10 years ago he's got it now yeah it's a pretty cool story and it was leading to him probably beating hikaleo at the next show and now uh, i guess strap in for hikaleo never open champion i'm not against that by the way I'd, maybe in a couple of years or something but I don't, I don't know, man. That's just the wrong direction for the title, right? I mean, we wanted to go to Ishii and people like that, you know? So it's like it, it, going to Hikaleo, it's like, oh, is that going to have never-style matches? No. So unless we there's something about him, we don't know. But I guess what happened last night on Raw is that the uh, they made a match involving Carl Anderson uh, for the blood chop kill 
people that's bad, whatever you call that place. And the, you know, it's like the guy, I don't know what we're calling that. Yeah. Saudi Arabia. So they, uh, are going to have a match at the crown jewel and it's like well but that's the same day as the, as the uh never open title match versus hikaleo so like what yeah so which one he's he going to go to the yeah. one that's going to pay more or what i don't know um, man why would you go back there like i know they've got new management and their boss is gone but you know the previous boss but i, I don't i still don't trust him isn't it weird me. too? Like I, I like Carl Anderson as a wrestler. I think I enjoy him. I think he's good, and and I, yep. I like him as a wrestler. But is he that great that he's in such high demand that he's like booked for two of the biggest companies in the world on the same day? I mean, this is ridiculous. So it's like it's not John Cena. Yeah. You know? like, come on. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to watch both shows just to be like, I want to see Carl Anderson twice. <laughs> Come on, you know, maybe his, his hot Asian wife is going to do that. That's the only person. So, you know, I mean, I just, uh, I find this comical. It sucks that it is involving our title that we love so much, but I mean, you know, it's going to be a while before it's back in the hands of someone that we are happy about. I think, you know, yeah, I think so too. In the meantime, uh, we've got this uh, new title that sprung up on on New Japan, the uh, TV title. And so far, I like the title. I like the matches. It's fun. It's uh, they they have to go all out balls out because they're only fifteen minutes. So it's neverish, right? Please. Hello. I mean, you know, it's interesting. So they it's said so that all all the matches would be available on social media. Is what they said. It's not. There's just a link that you can go to New Japan World and watch the matches for free. They released the show, the whole show, and then they released just those matches for free on uh, New Japan World. So it's kind of what they said. Kind of. Why can't they do it onto... Okay, they can't use YouTube? Like, Well, maybe they will. I don't know. I think that that's a revenue stream that they're just, you know, using. But maybe the opening tournament they're just doing on New Japan World because they want subscribers. And maybe that's a better, you know, like that's going to give them like 10 subscribers or something. I don't know. You know, I've been enjoying the tournament, but, you know, it's just weird. Yes, I'm enjoying it, too. But I don't remember seeing any like a deluge, a flood of fucking gifts and things of these TV title matches as I was watching live. I mean, the only gif I care about is Chumpy doing a perfect form <laughs> roll to avoid <laughs> getting bumped. <laughs> Practice that I put, bump for weeks. At I Chump, put that on Instagram. Chumpy's Chump Bump Boot Camp. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I put it on Instagram. Fuck you, New Japan. Come come at me, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're making mega stacks of, of your brand. Come at us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh my goodness! All right, is there? Oh yeah, uh, I'm not allowed to mention this, but a certain show is now up on New Japan World, and if oh, anyone's yeah. curious, uh, we'll be getting. I've got a note not to say what it is. Apparently, it's probably oh. from last episode. If anyone can hear me actually talk about anything in that one, but yes, uh, that show that happened overseas. <laughs> Why is it a secret? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, we're going to be covering it. The Royal Quest. Yeah. 
Hey, <laughs> number two. That's right. <laughs> hey, the fact that it took him like fucking two weeks for him to upload Royal Quest is oh, a number two. <laughs> well, you can, you can finally relax, Luke. You can, you know, know. You can stop, stop running around punching kangaroos and throwing boomerangs at your neighbor. You can calm down. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's one random tag match on both cards that hasn't been spoiled for me. So it's all good. Thanks for your <laughs> Hey, you know, Gabe Kid versus other guy or something. So you know. I don't know who won that, you know. <laughs> That's true. Yes, so uh, we'll be we'll be covering that. Uh, probably be our next episode. So uh, yeah. Hey Luke, I'm hey, going Jim. to AEW tonight. It's in Cincinnati on Tuesday. Why? I don't know why. Right, Baseball so we can or talk something. Some, we could talk some AEW and World Quest on the next episode. But uh, yeah, yeah. So you going? Yeah. So what does it entail? Be- wrestlers versus other wrestlers i'm excited to see the dark stuff because you know i might know a few people that are going to be on that which is pretty cool um but i was not going to go to this but i had a friend who was like hey i'll go by myself do you want to go with me and i'm like oh okay and then another buddy of mine was looking to go and now it's a group of us going so it'll be fun we're going to make fun of it it'll be great You'll have a great time. There's uh, John Moxley versus Hangman Page for the title, I believe. So Yeah, that, that's at the end. That's like four hours in, Luke. Maybe five. Oh. Oh, so you don't get a rampage taping? Oh, you pull it, pull it. You do? Yeah, you'll get you'll get fucking like these shows are brutal, dude, because you'll have all these dark matches, one boom, 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 right after another. I mean, there'll be twelve of them. I'm not kidding. And and then they'll have Rampage and they'll tape that, and then they have Dynamite Live. And it's like I don't ever want to watch wrestling again after the last time I watched it went to one of their shows. <laughs> anyway, but I am happy to, you know, have the opportunity to go hang out with my friends and look at the wrestlers do the things in the ring. So, yeah, should be fun. Uh, well, I'll have fun watching it tomorrow. So that's nice. I think we're going to do stuff on uh, Thursday, you and me. So I was just like, oh, I was going to miss Dynamite. And it turns out, no, I'm not. It's on tomorrow oh. instead. So that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they did that for you. They heard about how upset you were about Royal Quest, and they were like, let's, let's do the solid. <laughs> they can feel the echoes of my pain from the way in the show. All right, Luke, you re- are you ready for this? I went yeah. to a wrestling show, right? And yeah. um, it was called, it's funny, the promotion is called Pro Wrestling Live, which is really funny. And okay. basically, <laughs> it's one of these, like, it's not... Like, I'm not trying to say it's not a real promotion, but they run like a couple shows a year and it's attached to the Ohio Pro Wrestling Academy where, you know, uh, maybe if you're a local person, you know about like Bruce Gray and Ron Mathis and, you know, about James Avery. But, you know, probably the most famous person that has trained there is Queen Aminata. And you've seen her on AEW, I'm sure. So she's tremendous. So she was supposed to wrestle her trainer, James Avery, who is... If you want to learn about James Avery, I interviewed him once on the road home from wrestling. It's a great interview. He is a tremendous, tremendous person. So anyway, they had a match and that's fine. That was fun. But that was part of the reason I wanted to go. But also uh, a friend of ours who we hadn't seen wrestle in years and years and years, me and my buddy Dean, we, his name is Aaron Norman. He was going to be on the show. So we went to surprise him. He didn't know we were coming. And like, he came out and saw us. He was like, Oh my God. You know, but he was a bad guy. So he couldn't like, he was like, kind of sneering because that's all he could do you know? <laughs> um, 
but they he won a big match which means he'll be back and that was fun but here's the thing that happened in the show <laughs> it's just outrageous it was a halloween theme show it's called pro wrestling live presents pro wrestling dead which is a pretty good that's a pretty good gimmick that's and so pretty funny they they had like a rumble with like 25 people and every wrestler came out as someone else you know there was a guy dressed up like steve the pirate and he hit everybody with dodgeballs there was a guy like <laughs> like some people really had their costume thought out well and the best one was number 25 i'm pretty sure he was number 25 maybe not uh he was maybe 24 or something but it was, it was this guy named patrick hickey now patrick hickey is i i i want to talk about him without being disrespectful because patrick hickey is awesome He's always been cool to us, and we've known him for years and years and years. Me and my buddies that used to do the road home from wrestling, he was always working security at uh, Rockstar Pro in Dayton. And I, I just to kind of make this shorter, is that he gets no respect. The dude is one of the hardest workers in, in the area. You know, he's nice by all accounts to everybody. He's got a brother, and they're the Hickey boys. They were. And so, and we always love them. Like even cause they, they would get jobber spots or like do, you know, bumps in the crowd and stuff like that. And that's all they would ever get. They never got on the show at Rockstar because we can't have the hickey boys there. That'll, you know, it's, it's the worst thing ever. And it, it's just, they get no respect. So well, think of it, everybody's rest- neck, man. <laughs> so <laughs> it's true. Hickey boys. So the uh, Patrick Hickey has his gimmick that he, you know, started at Ohio Press for Wrestling Academy is the Baker Patrick Hickey. He's kind of a chubby dude. So he used to come out with a like his his gear had donuts all over it, which kind of doesn't make sense because donuts are fried. But he would come out with a donut and give it to a fan. And and like he his gimmick is release the sweetness. And he would yell that and then do a stunner. He's great. You know, and it's it's a fun gimmick. Well, here's like number 24 or whatever is in this rumble. And the fuck. And, oh, and also the Patrick Hickey comes out to Baker Street. You know, that's what he nice. comes out to. So his gimmick is great. His gimmick's awesome already. Well, we hear the, the bell toll. And here comes this manager dude out with a giant rolling pin. And my buddy Dean looks at me and goes, the underbaker? <laughs> and here comes Patrick Hickey walking slowly to the ring and does a full entrance in the dark as the underbaker. And it is tremendous because not only did they have the like, you know, the classical piece of music that's like the da 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 they had that going, the Undertaker's music, but they also someone matched up Baker Street with it. So really slow, you hear it is fucking incredible so he goes on to win the rumble and and we and we like as soon as he came out we realized what it was we got a huge underbaker chant going and like it was fucking awesome and he wins the rumble and at the end they like interview him you know and they're like oh you know underbaker congratulations on your big win and he grabs the mic from him and he goes yeah release the sweetness and the lights go out (laughs) it's the greatest thing i think i've ever seen for a guy who gets no respect anywhere he gets to win this rumble and is super over on their big show of the year or whatever i mean it was just only in pro wrestling man only in pro wrestling fuck yeah man that's really nice the underbaker 
Now I want to hear that theme tune matched <laughs> with uh, Baker Street. Well, Something I didn't to, need in my life. Go to Jerusalem for tweets on Twitter, and you can find it there. So you, you got it there, all right? Yeah. See, the problem with having lots of people on my Tweety from other countries is you'll Tweety when I'm asleep, so I miss a lot of <laughs> Tweety. It's okay. I Tweety when you're awake <laughs> too. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I'm like, all fuck right. you, Godo. I'll tweet. I'll Tweety stalk you tomorrow. Fuck. All right. Holy shit. That's hey. right. It's because it's, it's a lot of get go to hate mail. You can only take so much. <laughs> you got stacks of it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a, a fucking sack full of letters from people that hate me because I don't like Kodo. Oh, yeah. my God. Fucking Kodo. There's still a couple of my way for some reason. I don't know. I think you're in Australia. That's expensive. <laughs> All right, man. Are you ready for some uh, autumn battle attack declarations? I it's a declaration of attack of the battle in autumn, and uh, we we're in Kurgan Hall. We haven't been there for a while. Our home, and uh, Kevin and Chris are on the call, and they're fucking there, and they're across from hard cam. And Kevin Kelly won't shut up about how they're in a different spot. <laughs> What did you think of the commentary on these on these uh, two nights? There's only English commentary. It didn't bug me as much, but yeah, they're running well, wild, man. I'll, I'll I I have some some things to say, I'm sure. All right. So yes, it's uh, Battle Autumn 22. We're at Corican Hall. Phantoms of Corican are here. That's, is that still a thing that we do? I think so. I'll tell you what, whoever wrote that like Rings of Amazon theme was just like listening to Phantom of the Opera on repeat. Because that fucking theme is right out of Phantom of the Opera. And it's like, fuck you, Lord of the Rings, Amazon. I dare you, Ring Pals. Andrew Lloyd uh, Webber's pissed. Oh, he's so angry. It's uh, he's gonna wipe his tears with a Technicolor dream hanky. Is that <laughs> I hope that was I got the right guy. I, I got it. Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe you did that one. If not, I got it. All right, just uh, people are just probably just nodding. Yeah, we'll we'll allow it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go to kick things off. We've got Rio Iwa and Ren Narita. Versus Yay. Yutu Nakashima and Tomohiro Ishii. And what do you think is going to happen when uh, these these four get in the ring? I think uh, Ishii and Ren Narita are just going to beat each other up. Yep. That's that's pretty... That's, that's not only pretty gnarly, but imagine being in a tournament and being tasked with beating Ishii in 15 minutes and you've just come <laughs> back from excursion. Oh, uh, good, good luck, Ren Narita. <laughs> He's up Man. to it. He is up to it too. This match is awesome. The preview match the following night is just as good, just for the the parts in which Red Narita and Ishii just have tunnel vision and just want to beat each other up to the back. Everything just want to kill each other. This is like, I don't know. This is something out of my fantasy dream book, man. I'm I'm pretty into it. And uh, of course, you got Red Narita tapping out Yuto with the figure four. Nice start. That's a good one, man. Next, we have uh, El Desperado, Takamichinoku, and Taichi. What a, what a trio, by the way. And Doki versus <laughs> Master Hoto, GBH, 
with Rocky Romero. That's fun to see Rocky. And like Kevin and Chris are like, hey, it's Rocky. We know that guy. And <laughs> so Taichi, he catches a Kokeshi from Hanma with a throat hold, which is pretty great. Um, we get some good preview stuff from Watto and Desperado. And Watto is mean. And I like it. And it's not cheesy. It's pretty great. And then Taka taps out to Watto. Yeah. Dude, uh, just one thing I'll add there is, uh, at least it wasn't to Doki the Lost, but also uh, Rocky sidles up to the commentary and he's like, wow, I can't believe he still, he won talking about Wato. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, why is it like that? No wonder he's got a mean face on. He probably heard the fuck you guys said and wants to, like, grab one of the many bow staffs that someone's floating around and whack you three <laughs> over the fucking head with it. <laughs> Why, like, when he becomes Tiger Mask, like, I can't wait to talk about Tiger Mask, by the way, but when he becomes Tiger Mask, are they still going to bury him? I mean, what the fuck, you know? I don't know, man. Who knows? Dude, it's getting a bit, I don't know, it's, it's, it's overdone. Because we want to like Wato, so everyone pouring yeah. shit on him. It's <laughs> not helping him, it's not doing him favors. All right. Oh, give the kid a break. Yes, exactly. All right, so next we have The House of Torture versus Ryusuke Taguchi, Hikuleo, Tenzan, and Jado. And I love this bit of commentary here that uh, Chris says evil sells tickets because everyone wants to see him lose. Yeah. Well, then, in that case, I think uh, he does his job wonderfully. <laughs> That's how heels work. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the wrestling business, Chris Charlton. <laughs> Look. You kind of know what this match is. There's some really fun spots and all this kind of stuff, but there's like a pimp juice on Chato after they had to hit him in the nuts, garrote him, and use a wrench in the conservatory. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> little juice, too. He used little juice. <laughs> um, but uh, next we have Luke. We have Team Fisherman, which is Yoshihashi and Goto, with Yano versus Great Okan, with Okan on the cob, of course, and Hanare. Uh, Great Okan, he does Kitamaru's entrance, Kitamaru's entrance, and we didn't talk about him. So, unfortunately, uh, the young lion that we talked about, probably mentioned more than any other past young lion on the show, is yeah. uh, Kitamura, because he was this guy that was just this fucking monster. Like, he didn't look like a young lion. He was like a bodybuilder. He looked incredible, and he was great, and he won the Young Lion Cup one year, and he was on his way. And he got injured, and it was bad. And unfortunately, he's passed away. So Great Okan was training partners with him. They were in the same young lion class. And so, you know, New Japan didn't even mention it. Like, Craig and Kelly and, and Charlton maybe were told not to talk about it or something. I don't know, because they don't say anything about it until Okan's like, hey, our guy died. You want to maybe show some respect? And they're like, oh, yes, uh, yes, that's terrible. And, I mean, that's not their fault. I'm just – I'm surprised there wasn't a 10-bell salute, you know? I don't know. So there maybe there's some stuff we don't know. But uh, anyway, Great Okan comes out. He does the entrance and the jumping exercises to make sure his former trading partner is recognized and respected. And I love it. This is preview stuff for the TV title tournament. And Great Okan does all the Kitamaru stuff in this match. And it's great. Cobb beats up Goto. I kind of like that. Actually, I like it. There's no kind of about it. And uh, Yano goes for the the you know thing where he points at himself and goes, Yano Toru, right? The YTR thing. And he gets caught in the ultimate exodus and uh, by Hanare. But reverse low blow from Yano. Fair play for the win on Hanare. Yeah. Paul Hanare, 
He's, I guess uh, Gideon Gray can't wrestle two matches on, on, on the same card. <laughs> Speaking of Gideon Gray. Oh, my God. Sorry. Right. Here we go. We've got Bushi, Naito, and I still can't believe I'm saying this. T-Tan. T-Tan! <laughs> Versus TJP, uh, Francesco Akira, and Gideon Gray. If I can throw to you for this one, because uh, oh. I did watch this entire match, and then I met, uh, went immediately to bed because oh. of you were, <laughs> you were a little, little sleepy? <laughs> yeah, so, I was a little sleepy. Well, I had a... Hadn't had something in a while. Thanks for the save, though. But I appreciate it. I have a, I have a theory, a different theory, and that is that you know, Ref Chumpy is back in the next match, and you're like, well, I can't, <laughs> you know, I, I don't care about this one because Chumpy's not in there, which is fair. But uh, yeah, with Teton and the rest of Lij or some of Lij versus Ue Juniors and Lord getting Gray, excuse me, and the Lord he attacks before the bell, and Ue is pissed off at Teton, and so am I. So. Gideon, <laughs> he barely wrestles in this match. It's really funny. He finally tags in and proclaims his hate for Teton. And I'm like, me too, buddy. And uh, Bushi assisted springboard double stomp. And Teton gets the win. But you know what you call this, all right? So a local tag team used to do this same fucking thing where basically it's like the MX, right? And then, but they hold the guy in the position, which looks very rapey. And uh, that's what's going on. This is the BJ finish. And so they hit him with the BJ <laughs> finish and, and boo. Uh, and then his music is, uh, Teton's music is altered because of rights issues, <laughs> but not on the other shows. I don't know why. It's so weird. It was just a cork in this one night. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you can't but... play it on Tuesdays or something or whatever day that was on. It is weird to see Teton in LAJ. It's, it's really weird. Bushi's so happy, though. He's, like, got a spring in his step. He's like, you know, oh, my God, I can't wait to... Not yeah, because Bushi will be like, hey, Hiromu, want to go for the tag titles? He's no. not, though. Want to go for the six-man nevers? No. Does anyone else? No. What about you, T10? Okay. So, yeah, like, Bushi's Steve. really happy. <laughs> oh. All right, so next we got... I don't know why I did that. Is so that Mickey Mouse? Yeah. <laughs> oh. We've got <laughs> Robert Takahashi, Shingo, and Sonata versus the Bullet Club Cuties reunited. Al Fantasmo and uh, Ishimori. Oh, my God. That's who that is. Yes, and, and they're teaming up with Kenta. I like that uh, Hiromu's got words with El Desperado on commentary. don't know what any of them mean, but he's probably like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm aware of you. I'm going to win that title or something. I have a feeling that Wato's just going to be, he's in that match to, to lose. So the other oh. three don't, get, don't, don't look like jobs. Wish they, it'd be more interesting if they go the other way. But are we ready for Wato as a champion? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Got to do something with him. Maybe the gold will help. All right. So uh, Shingo brings out a, the broken trophy. And uh, there's El Fantasmo looking hilariously upset wearing the Shingo is my daddy t-shirt. He, did no one tell him he, like he didn't have to walk out there with that t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Elfantasma is funny, man. He doesn't make, he doesn't mind making himself look stupid as well. It's great. Uh, he and Ishimori comically try and put the trophy together. That, that's awesome. Kenta Kenta yells at Milano at one stage. 
during the match to uh, tell him how to do the paradise lock because he's trying to get it on Sonata. <laughs> Not having it. There's a <laughs> there's a spot where like uh, two wrestlers have each other's nose. I think it's a what is it? Kenta and and uh, Kenta and Sonata, I think. Yeah, Kenta and Sonata. They both have each other's nose, and they won't break it up. So Ref Trumpy breaks it up. And he's like, holy shit. We're getting some Ref Trumpy action in this match. Oh, man. In this match. Oh, man. Awesome. <laughs> now, this is is this the match where he does his jump and dives and stuff? No, no, that, no that's not this. Oh, my God. I'll let you. You can have that one awesome. to make up for this one, Mr. Andy. But uh, that was awesome. <laughs> and there's like a, a rare DQ in this match because uh, Shingo gets pissed off with El Fantasmo's bullshit and just whacks him with the chair. And uh, Chumpy will only be chumped out so much. There's only so much chumping who he, he will allow. So rare DQ there, Mr. Andy. Hey, it's like who knew Shingo was so good at comedy, man? It's great. Like I love when wrestlers are like, I'm not funny. You know, because he probably doesn't think of himself as funny. And then he's like the funniest wrestler ever. It's awesome. I love it. So uh, this is the beginning of the tournament with the TVs, the titles on the social media. And uh, we got uh, short pre-tape promos. All right. Uh, And Ref Chumpy gets this match. So I'm fired up. And this is, uh, you know, Kanemaru versus Finley. And uh, this match is pretty good. Now, remember, 15-minute time limit. So what I did is I started a stopwatch at the beginning of all these matches except for the last two because I was at work when I watched them. So mm. um, And I had to watch them on my phone, and that's where my stopwatch is. So that's important for everyone. <laughs> so uh, I will be dropping time you know, cues in here at some point. So uh, these two, they run the ropes, and we get a uh, fast fish-out-of-water spot where Kanemaru is like, I'm going to fucking pin you right away. That's my only chance. Hair pull from Kanemaru. And he counters a drop down uh, with a headlock, then another, then another. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to let you do anything. And Kanemaru is trying to take the time limit draw. That's what it is. He's like, oh, this is my only chance. So I'll just, that's take a 50 time, 50 yeah. chance. So I'll go with that. So they're both doing headlocks right and left. And Finley uh, hits pinches, it says, punches. Uh, but Kanemaru gets a huge <laughs> hip toss and head scissors takedown. He doesn't point at the sky, though. I was really disappointed because he did the old school, like Brad Armstrong, like, you know, baby face uh, head scissors thing where you like basically instead of doing a hurricane rana like you would see, they they kind of stand up on the other person's shoulders while they have their legs around their neck. And you're supposed to point yeah. to the sky and then you, you go down and do the, the takedown. But yeah, <laughs> fucking Whatever, Kanemaru, I guess you're a heel master, so you don't do that. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> they roll out to the floor in the leg scissors, which is so cool. I love that. That is one of my favorite things ever when guys are locked up for some reason, you know, in, in whichever way, and they roll out to the floor. That's great. Chumpy's trying to break it up, which I'm like, man, just let it go, you know? And and uh, tries for a count out doing uh, the scissors until Chumpy gets to 16. It doesn't work, though. There's a crappy drop kick that gets Finley a double down. Uppercuts has Finley in control. And I thought I had time cues in here, but I guess not. Uh, reversals end in a DDT from Kanemaru. There's a moonsault for two from Kanemaru. Brainbuster for two. Man, he's beating the shit out of him. And uh, a deep impact is countered by so – wait a second. Deep impact. That's Oh, yeah. Deep impact is countered by a stunner for a double down, which is fucking cool. They get this cool flipping setup for another stunner. Blue Thunder Bomb for two from Finley. There's a spear and 
the orange backbreaker. I don't know what that is, but an orange backbreaker. I think trash panda. No, that's that's just finished. So um, it's a something, some kind of oh that like spinning backbreaker thing that he does. So it's that or your no urinagi backbreaker. That's what and and my Apple computer was like. That's the word orange. So um, <laughs> blue steel driver for the win. The crowd's fucking pissed. They, they want to get him hard to win. And I, I ran a stopwatch during this match to see if it was a shoot or not. And it's a shoot. They went almost exactly 12 minutes. And when the announcer was calling the five minutes, every five minutes calling like, you know, five minutes gone, five minutes gone is uh, what they're saying in English. And uh, that was right on, right on the money. So these are, these are a shoot. What are you turning into fucking Chris Sampson and shit? Like, what are you stealing his, his, his thunder? You're going you're gonna to get to like... Well, no. Oh. If I was Sampson, got... I would say, well, this is the first time that Finley's won a match that was 12 minutes long in the month of October during the summer or autumn equinox. You know, that's the first time that's that, happened, so... That is true. That's true. You'll just do the... How long was that? Yep, that's good. He will do the uh, the deep dive. We do appreciate that. I love the but, super specific, uh, like st- like like. They always have these sports stats where it's like, you know, this pitcher it's the first time he's won, uh, you know, three games in a row while pitching under a hundred pitches or some shit like that. And it's like, okay, you're just making shit up, you know. <laughs> like I I'm the only bald man to live in Mount Carmel, Tabasco, to do a New Japan, you know, show. Did you know that? You know, like what I'm not. Yeah, I don't see Guinness knocking down our doors for those records. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let's go to the main event. I'll be interested what you make of this. It's, it's uh, Alex Zane versus Zack Sabre Jr. It goes for about 14 minutes 55. Sorry to steal your shit, but no, there's like good. five seconds left when this match ends. And look, are they going to bump Zane up to a higher division stand, do you think? Because he's a big dude, or are they keeping him in the juniors nah, his style this... juniors yeah that that is true but what did you think of this match mr andy is what i'm trying to say i thought it was okay i mean i liked it you know um i don't know I thought, you got problems with this no i think i think the weird problem is like are all the juniors going to job to all the heavies except for yeah. i don't even think Hiromi's in this because he's in the for the junior title mm-hmm. okay well, that kind of sucks seeing them all buried by the heavies all the time. That's but, how it works. Yeah, but what do you mean? It, I don't know. I also thought like someone like Zack Sabre Jr. This is going to be sound so bizarre because I don't think it's a boring match at all. But I think I what I felt that uh, Zack Sabre Jr. maybe should have won in half the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. You're saying that basically. If he's going to win, he should dominate because he's Zach fucking Sabre Jr. And he's the king of these kinds of tournaments, you know, but he's also going for his first singles championship. He still hasn't gotten one. So, like, I think that this is, you know, key for him. But at the same time, they got to put up, you know, put Zach Sabre or put uh, Alex Zane over. And, like, that's – but this is a good thing about New Japan, Luke, is that yeah. the matches are always competitive. Even when we know who's going to win, they're always competitive. That's very so, true. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. I don't know. It's just like, all right, you're gonna make them all look ultra competitive, but we all <laughs> some like some sometimes like I don't know. I, I feel like the only one that might go a, a different way is maybe uh, 
Ren Rita beating Ishii because I feel like they're winding Ishii up or down, sorry, in his career or something like that. It feels like it, like what commentary saying, all that kind of stuff. That's so lame. You know, yeah. Wado sucks and Ishii's going to retire, I guess. So <laughs> T10's joining LIJ. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you got nothing to say about this? Um, I did not write any notes and then. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah. uh, there's some interesting stuff in here. A couple things like uh, Zack Sabre Jr. notices the split toe shoes that Zane wears and he starts working the, the, <laughs> the toes, which is pretty funny. So I enjoyed that. They had all these like creative strikes and stuff that, you know, had some of your standard stuff like a triangle countered with a power bomb. And he claims it's time to eat. That's kind of his deal. And I don't know, man, his gimmick's tired to me. I don't really, I don't know. I've seen it around for years and years. So to me, it's just kind of like, uh, okay. Um, but uh, everyone loves it. So good for them. I just wonder, what does Taco Bell think? You know, <laughs> aren't they like, hey, I don't know. That just yeah. seems like a weird thing to do. But uh, I mean, if what if you start calling yourself you have the big Mac driver, you know, and you start <laughs> doing, doing that move. I mean, wouldn't the quarter pounder. Right. I mean, with a Royale with Quest. You know, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, it all ends with the taco driver countered by a knee bar and Zane sits uh, back for a near fall and uh, 30 seconds left. Zane has to tap with five seconds left. Like you said, this was an exciting match because it went down to the wire and I had my stopwatch going. So I saw how close it was. They came to, you know, what was going on there. I was like, oh, my God, what you think of the show? I think it's a really good show. It was nice to be back in Corican. Though the last time we were at Corican, there was cheering. I guess they they have cheering, less tickets that's, that get sold. Yeah. So I get it. I understand. Put some bodies in the show. But yeah, I thought it was pretty solid stuff. What do you think? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was fun. You know, I liked the tournament so far. You know, I like the way the matches are going. And Doki was on the show, so. <laughs> He's on all three shows. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I mean, excuse right, me. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it. It's a battle, autumn, night two. We're at Corican again, and we have Kenta and Gato versus Taichi and Taka oh, Michinoku. What's the, what's the name of this tag team? Uh, Taichi and Taka. Taichi Mania? There you go, yeah! <sighs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I like the start of this match too, where Taichi's trying to get some pep peck popping done with Kenta, and Kenta won't do it, so Taichi asks for Gato instead, and <laughs> Kenta's like, "Well, fuck you, I want I want Taka Michinoku," so they start arguing about it. <laughs> Taichi even gets a Gato clap going, which is amazing. This match is just a really silly, stupid, fun time, and I like it. There's lots of chokes. Gato tries the Gato clutch on Taichi. <laughs> But Taka Michinoku breaks it up with a submission, then uh, Taichi Sumo tosses both the ball club guys, and there's a Gato clutch yeah. on Gato for the win. Nice little start there. I liked it. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I love that. And Taka wins, and he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's so great. Will his uh, streak continue? You know, because for him, one is a streak. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But next we have Ren Narita tagging with GBH versus... Toriano, Goto, and Ishii. 
And uh, Ishii and Ren resume their violence, you know, and there's some really funny, clumsy wrestling between Yano and Hanma that's like, hmm, okay. And uh, <laughs> Makabe tags in and gets his crappy moves in. And Ren and Ishii, they're just like fighting on the outside almost the whole match, which is great. Uh, so Makabe versus Goto is like the most boring matchup in New Japan. Uh, and then uh, Ren, Narita, and Ishii, they finally get in. They do all kinds of cool never shit. It's awesome. Hanma and Goto actually do some cool shit together. You know, I like that. That was fine. And uh, everybody gets in the pool. Ishii hits an awesome pounce on Ren, Narita that has the crowd just like, woo, that was great. And Goto pins Hanma. Boo. And uh, Ren and Ishii brawl all over the place after the match. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. That's the best part of, of these whole things. Yeah. So uh, let's go into the next one. We've got Zack Sabre Jr. with Doki, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Master. Can I do it? Master Wato. Wato. <laughs> Master Wato, Alex, David Finley, and <gasps> Tiger Mask. What? Yes. I Tiger wonder where his tag team partner is. You know, Yuji Nagata. <laughs> You want the Sapphire Sheriff's back, but <laughs> <laughs> look, this match is fine. It, it's a little, it's a little tiny bit heartbreaking, but it's got previous stuff with Zack Sabre Jr. and Finley. I think they're going to be in a match against each other next because they won their first, two, their first match. Is that how it's going to work? I believe so. I believe so too. All right, so Tiger gets beat up a lot by Suzuki Goon, which is fun by me. That's all right. <laughs> we get Aww. some preview stuff. I, I like Tiger. We get some really cool preview stuff with David and Zack Saber Jr. But it also involves like me having to watch Doki get the worst kind of streak, the one that I want him to be on the opposite of. That's a losing streak. Yeah. I had to watch him lose two nights in a row, Mister Guy. I was not happy to that. Uh, whatever, David Finley. I'm not even saying it. Get out of here. <laughs> I dare you beat my boy Doki. Yeah. Well, there's two notes from this match that are interesting. One is that Kevin Kelly mentions this thing on on commentary where, like, you know, Vince McMahon, when he worked for WWE, Vince McMahon had a rule where the interviewer backstage cannot be taller than the wrestler. So he said that Vince would always yell at him, say, spread your legs, you know, because he'd have to stand with his legs spread so that he was shorter. And... But then he was like, you know, Kevin Kelly's bitching about that because he said, well, when Vince McMahon would interview Andre, he'd have Andre, Andre st stand on a box. <laughs> so he didn't have to spread his legs, which is funny. So after the match, though, That's funny. Master Master Huato, he grabs the mic and commentary is like, no. And it's like, man, fuck you. And uh, he says he's going to win and he's going to become the juniors champ at Tokyo Dome. Oh, OK. He's, he's already looking ahead from that four-way to going straight to the dome. Yeah. Maybe the four-way is going to be at the dome? I don't know. That's weird. Uh, so next we have, uh, man, what a tag team we have here. Giotto and Hikaleo uh, versus Sho and Yujiro. It's amazing that Ref Chumpy is in for this match. And uh, it's a Giotto match. So it has to start with a contrived, synchronized beginning. And this match is pretty rough and uninteresting. There's a heat on Giotto after House of Torture cheat to take out Hikaleo. Hot tag to Hikaleo, it's real bad. And Giotto is back in, and he fires up, and that's real bad. And then Hikaleo's in there to help, and he falls prey to House of Torture shenanigans. Roll up pin from Giotto, but Chumpy gonna chump. So low blow on Giotto, and little juice for the win. 
Dude, Chubby gets chumped out so easily in this match that even Kevin calls Marty a bum. So uh, talk shit about him all the time. It's like, hey, that's organic. I just remember that one spot where like Show bounces off the ropes, so obviously running towards Hikolo, who's going to pick him up and then slam him down. He barely gets Show four feet off the ground and does the drop. It's not a good match. <laughs> It's like, it's like, I mean, show is very good. And it's like, let's stick Hikaleo in there with like one really good wrestler and two other guys that are like at the end of their career, you know, they can barely do anything. Let's do that. <laughs> let's see how that works out. You know, we saw. Uh, he could be the double never champ in no time at all, Mr. Guy. So there is that. And next we have Titan, Bushi, Tetsu. Titan! <laughs> Versus Francesco Akira, TJP, the Great Okan, and Kidian Gray. No, I'm not calling the Lord. Just get in there. Oh, you son of a bitch. Mind you, Kevin does say that Gideon Gray looks like a guy who'd be on a certain list. And I'd be like, I'm like, Yikes. what? Yikes. Stuff like that. No. <laughs> That's not funny I mean, in wrestling, you know? Like, no. come on, man. Like, everybody's on that goddamn list. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> <laughs> careful kevin kelly put yourself on that list one day we don't know you know all right there's one spot in this match i really don't like and i've seen the greater card in the paradise lock wonder if sonata's going to piss me off again in these uh in these three nights he uh, wiggles his hands to sell to sell that he's in the paradise lock and can't get out instead of like kind of bump you know moving around a yeah. little he just wiggles his fingers <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> I love oh my it. goodness yeah, it's pretty cool. And we got uh, Bushi and T-Tan doing their beat-up stuff on Gideon Gray and T-Tan getting the win there. There's like a post-match, and uh, T-Tan beats up Akira, and it has, has uh, Naito laughs in the corner. So T-Tan's on the mat. He's got Akira in some kind of armbar. Well, Naito's just like sitting in the corner <laughs> over Akira's body and just go like, mm. T-Tan's doing his thing. It's fine. So, of course, Bushi... He's very fast to be like, I want to be a tag champ. Yay, gold for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, Bushi and Titan officially challenge for the junior titles. So, yeah. Good, I think that happened Bushi. on the next night. But, did it? Yeah. Um, I but, think it happened uh, both nights. Maybe it did. You're right. That match was awesome, though. Like, Titan yeah. and Brioche, they fucking tore it up. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I thought that match was awesome. So, uh well, next, Luke, we have um, the BC Cuties versus Daddy and Hiromu. And uh, Kenta, <laughs> this is confusing because Chumpy was in the last two matches, but now Kenta Sato's in. It's like, why? What's going on here? Kenta Sato, are you trying to climb the, you know, honorous menorum or whatever you call it for, you know, the the refs? Let's knock it Ooh. off there. Chumpy's ahead of you. So something's going on, man, because Chumpy's not even wearing his silver little booties anymore. Oh, my God. He left him at home. Maybe he's got heat for all of his bumping around, and they're like, listen, we need to get rid of the silver shoes. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Daddy has fixed the trophy with tape, and um, I sent the engineer's diagram, you know, that's like, there's a there's this engineer's diagram, and it's like, does it move? Yes. Is it supposed to move? No. So mm-hmm. if, if it answer no, then use WD-40, or uh, excuse me, uh, uh, duct tape. If it's supposed to move, and it doesn't, 
then you use WD-40 and that's, that fixes all problems, right? And Kevin Kelly liked my tweet. Oh, nice guy. I'll take you off the list. So uh, we get back rakes, which is awesome. Four of the best wrestlers in the world are in this match, and it's tremendous. So we get Shingo versus Ishimori. That's amazing. There's a buildup to father versus son, and it's awesome, of course. Low blow, but Harumu saves the day. And Chris Charlton says the ELP wants to make sure he's the only child. (laughs) It's pretty funny. So ELP drags out a trash can and a table, and he's setting up their match uh, that will be in uh, New York. Uh, So there's been some matches announced for that Rumble on 44th Street, and one of them is a kapow match between father and son. And uh, right now the voting has opened. And Luke, what were the stipulations? Do you remember? Well, it's a... uh... It's a pretty much a standard street fight for Shingo, which takes place in 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 whichever city it is, Pennsylvania. That's or El- That's actually ELP's idea. So it's the street fight. Oh, that's that's ELP's idea, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, Shingo's idea is a last daddy standing match, <laughs> which sounds amazing. So it's pretty much a last man standing match. Just change the oh name. Oh my god, daddy. So and yeah, so uh, I'm I, I'm personally. If I remember, I'll probably just vote twice for the uh, yeah, that's the Shingo idea. match, if that's mm-hmm. all right, because I know you don't do the votings. Well, so. it comes out at 1 a.m. for me, and I'm asleep. So there's a pizza pan, that, you know, and ELP just hits Kenta Sato with it and gets DQ'd, right? So Shingo, yeah. he, he gets in, and he tries the CRT Kakagi, CR Takagi on a pizza pan. But, uh, you know, ELP tries a low blow. Shingo counters that with one of his own. And he breaks the trophy again, and Shingo's all mad, and Shingo gets beat up and put in a trash can. <laughs> and Romu saves him, and uh, you know, I, I, I it was pretty fun. I love it, man. He's I love when Shingo's all mad. Like he's so good at this 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 uh, comedy stuff. I hope he continues this. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so have Shingo retain the trophy and have another feud at the end of the year? Maybe I don't know. Hmm? I, I, yeah. yeah. I'd keep it on him too. It's, it's it's just great value. All right. So next we've got <clears throat> our first tournament match, uh, and it is Aaron Hanare versus Evil. I feel sorry for you, Hanare. Things are supposed to be different in, in a faction. Gideon Gray's in there to take the jobs. Things are supposed to be looking up for you. You get one win in the G1. Now you're gonna rematch with Evil. And He's the you... ultimate weapon. Yeah, well, obviously, he doesn't fight evil, does he, with his ultimate (laughs) weapons? He fights, I don't know, some other good guys or something. Because, uh, yeah, I think I like the G1 match a little more. Maybe he had a bit more time to breathe or whatever. I'm not going to shit on this match. It's it's fine. It's good. But uh, there's a reason this isn't the main event. And and it's because it's like evil's winning. You know that, right? When evil's in the semi-main event, you know he's winning. You know, yeah. You know he's winning. If he's in the main event, you know he's losing. So, yeah. So, uh, Evil almost wins by cheating. And just when Evil might lose to the Ultima, the lights go off. The ref is out. Hanare's grabbing his nuts. <laughs> All this kind of stuff. Hanare no-sells a chair shot. Almost gets the win. There's, like, lots of cheating. And then there's an everything is evil. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I love when the lights go out and then like two minutes go by and then, you know, they, they've already come back on 
And then we just see Dick Toga walking out from where the light switches are, and they're like, oh, it was him. Like, yeah, I just imagine them all going, him. are you in position? Yeah. Don't forget to cover your nuts when the light's going. I won't. <laughs> Sell the balls. <laughs> Sell the life makers, actually. That's what they say. So, uh, yeah, well, that was a match that we watched. And next was another match that we watched. It was Yoshihashi versus Jeff Kabu. And uh, I don't like this matchup for Cobb. Like, I'm watching this and I'm going, oof, this is like the classic trap game. This is the the match that he absolutely should win without question, which means he's absolutely going to lose it without question, which is like, God damn it. And, you know, I was wondering, is, uh, <laughs> oh, my God, I wrote a real bad joke here. And it is that what if Yoshihashi's whole headhunter gimmick is because he's just trying to find someone with a mouth big enough to give him head? oh my god i was bored by this so uh red shoes is in for this match kenta sato got the last one uh unfortunately but uh yoshihashi he tries to take it to Cobb right off the bat he yells a bunch as he's wont to do and Cobb hits a picture perfect drop kick to take over with by from standing position he didn't run or anything it's fucking tremendous man he's making these young lions look like idiots and uh (laughs) cob makes fishing hand motions which is great respect he surfs and uh, Great Okan's on commentary, and he loves it, man. You know, he absolutely loves it. Uh, Yoshihashi screws up uh, getting his knees up for the moonsault from Cobb. And uh, Yoshihashi attacks Cobb's knee like a dick, because that's, like, the only thing that anybody can do to Cobb. It's his only weakness, you know? And Cobb chucks Yoshihashi into the ring post after catching a Yoshihashi dive, which was ill-advised, uh, flying nothing. Yo- Yoshihashi barely breaks the count at about six and a half minutes in. See, there's some time cues. Um, and there's an avalanche gut wrench release suplex that's fucking awesome. Oh my uh, God. Cobb moonsault, but Cobb sells his knee and uh, he barely gets a pin for two. Absolutely awful lucha leg hold from Yoshihashi. Like, what was that? And uh, he gets a knee bar eventually after he figures out how to wrestle first. He's like, Oh, I forgot. Remember when Goto used to do that? He'd be like, Oh, I forget how to do this hold. And then he'd yes. like eventually get it. Like, just, they're they're, they're, you know, match made in heaven, those two. So rope break and Yoshihashi gets a dragon suplex on Cobb, which is pretty cool. He fires up after a lariat from Cobb and hits a drop kick on Cobb's knee and a lariat for two, 10 minutes in. And Yoshihashi goes for karma and he doesn't get karma because he can't get karma on Cobb. He tries to whip uh, Jeff Cobb and um, he gets the spin cycle instead inside cradle counter on the tour uh, of the islands attempt and they tease that same finish that they did before where he like punches yoshihashi and then catches him as he's falling down but awkward roll up from yoshihashi and he wins with about about 11 and a half minutes in boo boo yeah this was this is not my favorite match also like Cobb is definitely a guy i want to see gold on and you know I'm usually pretty big on Yoshihashi matches, at least more than you are. And I thought this was fine. I thought we liked yeah. this tournament. What happened? Oh, my God. <laughs> no wonder they had showed three nights in a row. I'm like, what's, what's the last two matches? Go to Kanta Taichi. All right, cool. All right. We're going to end on a high then at least. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to complain about the winner of the main event. But apart from that, it's a fucking good show. And uh, I just imagine your head exploding as soon as the one, two, three was called and Yoshihashi won the match. 
I kind of knew it though. Like I said, I was like, this is a trap game right here. I just was like, ah, this is like a classic Yoshihashi wins here. And plus Yoshihashi ain't winning that title. So why not heat him up a little bit in this tournament, you know, so that someone else can beat him, you know, that's fine. I get it. Does it mean, does it mean Yoshihashi's going to fight evil next? Cause uh, evil usually beats the shit out of him in no time. Ooh, I hope so. Wasn't he the one that like just, Destroyed his knee in the New Japan Cup and injured him out. That was great, man. Yeah, that I love definitely him. That. That Evil's amazing. Now, Come on. Yeah, everything's evil. Um, Luke, do you know about this building on uh, the 16th? The, it's, the, it's the. Go on. Yeah, how do you say it? How do you say it? The Nigata Aori Nagoka. Yeah, that place. It's a city hall plaza, I think. And um, it's the home arena of the Niigata Airbex BB of the, you know, Japanese B-League professional wrestling. I mean, you know, and they're, this is a good team, but they're not the Dolphins. And this team's logo is a script version of the name with a wing underline and a little crown. So that's nice. And um, this is a general gymnasium loop. But, you know, I was thinking about... You know, all these buildings we've talked about, all the great, you know, places that they've, you know, the general gymnasiums, you know, the Death Island, all these venues where we've seen pro wrestling. And I was just thinking to myself, nothing compares to Conference Room 3. Remember Conference Room 3? Oh, my God. You know, I mean, when can we get back to a conference room, people? Come on. Quit fucking us over, New Japan. Yeah. I want Conference Room 3. That is obviously the most premium (laughs) of the conference rooms as well. Dude. So... Yes. Oh, yeah. You're going to give us facts about this place. Wow. That was my fact is it's not as good as conference room three, but there's no English commentary. And then this, this, uh, this is a special night though, Luke, right? It is a special night. Uh, Romu comes out and I'm like, Oh, his match wasn't already like, what? No, no. He comes to warm the crowd out because last time they had a cheering crowd, but they do, they put Suzuki in the two openers. Because everyone could go Kazunino, eh? And you get to see Suzuki do Suzuki things. It got the crowd hot. Well, Hiromu comes out, and I'm thinking, oh, his match is on first? No. He's coming to pump the crowd up, even doing one, two, three counts to train the crowd. One, two, no! One, two, no! <laughs> Which is really funny. And then I'm like, why is he out here? Like, usually he's out here 10 minutes before the show starts, not as the show starts. What the fuck? What's the first match? Oh. Oh, that's why. <laughs> it's the amazing young lines that I will not throw any shade on. It is Ryoha Iwa and Kozai Fujita versus GBH, Tomoaki Honma, yay, and fucking Makabe. So I'm just like, we have fans back, and this is the first match you put on. Like, what are you, what are you doing, New Japan? Come on, I loved it. What? They loved it though, you know. Dude, I, I thought they were loving a match that's going to happen, right? Dude, mm-hmm. they did not love that match and like as much as I thought they did until Naito came in. Like The crowd's oh, just like, yeah. yay, yay, wrestling, yay, wrestling. Naito's tagged in, explodes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he gets the biggest reaction of anybody. I mean, it's, it's yeah, he does. at least on this night he did. It's great. So... Homer puts a brab on one of the young lions. I think it's Vegeta, and he and he looks like he could fall out of it at any moment. Like Vegeta's trying to make it the ropes, and Homer's trying to like get it, get his balance on top of him in a brab and move it. Homer's probably done a bajillion times. He looks like he's gonna fall out. Oh Aww. my goodness! 
both young lions chop the shit out of Honma at various points, which is nice. I do like seeing uh, Makabe brabbed out too, which is yeah. Cool. <laughs> in fact, I would say both young lions look pretty strong. They look pretty great in this match, but uh, it is little on the long side, especially when I have to watch Makabe brab out Iwa. Like, thank you, Kande. Yeah, but Hanma had to help a lot for Makabe to get that win. And I Hanma think always the... does most of the work, dude. Well, always. I know. I'm just saying, I think that the reason right. this was first is because, you know, Young Lion matches are always first, but also they really teased that the Young Lions were going to win this. So that the crowd really got behind them, you know. But I got a, I got a little bone to pick with Rio Iwa. Hey, man, stand like one step a little further away when you do a drop kick. Like, quit staying so close to people. Like, he stands so close to everybody and does his drop kicks, and that, and he can't, he can't get that extension. He can't get the extension. It doesn't look pretty, does it? Come on, man. They sh- I should I'm, be the coach for all wrestlers. I could tell them all how to do it because I know how only, to do it. If only Ewa was in some kind of program which would teach him how to do all this wrestling stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to remind everybody that I train to wrestle for three three and a half hours all right so i mean like i've put in work so i just want to let everybody know all right so next we have okan on the cob tagging with lord gideon gray versus ishi yano and yoshihashi and great okan wants yano and the crowd is into it because they do their like amateur wrestling shit and they're like oh, i remember that and they're you know it's also preview shit because they're facing each other in the tournament soon and i can't wait to see that um <laughs> <laughs> Greater Con starts doing some strikes, and then there's a braid pull versus the Kitamaru pose. So like, <laughs> like <laughs> Yano has his uh, Greater Con's braid, and he's yanking on it. But also Greater Con is trying to do the like the the come on baby, which is the you know Kitamaru pose, and, uh, <laughs> and so he's like trying to break out of it. It's really great. Greater Con versus Yano is always magic. So Cobb surfs on Yano and does the YTR chant. Fuck you, Cobb. Let's go. <laughs> and, uh, Ishii and Cobb do heavyweight shit together. It's great. And then uh, Great Okan does the same. And then Gideon tries uh, and gets murdered. He tries to get murdered and gets murdered. So that's that's a thing that happened. Yoshihashi faces off versus Gideon and takes a crossbody. And then UE, they help Gideon hit a side effect on y- Yoshihashi too. And it's like, yeah, fuck you, Yoshihashi. You want a match, but now you got got to look bad but then we learn what that was all about yoshihashi's backstage he's like all right i'll take two moves from you i'll do bump for you but you gotta tap out to the butterfly log so that's what happened <laughs> that's yoshihashi winning two nights in a row by the way that's a streak right there mm. don't worry evil's gonna do us all a favor and uh squash him like a bug that's right injure him out for a year that'd be cool <laughs> i mean in kayfabe I hope he turns up at your TNA show. Uh, whatever, AEW. It'll be funny. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got Jado, Hikaleo, Ryusuke Jiguchi, and Hiroshi Tenzan. And I'm like, where the fuck is Tanahashi? Oh, he's having a break. Good for him. Seriously, where is he? But yes, we've got this hot team. <laughs> what? He's just uh, Tanahashi should have a break, and he's gonna—he's probably in America or something. He's got to wrestle Gabe Kid, and uh, they're wrestling the House of Torture. House of Torture jumped the faces. There's Pimp already hitting like Hikaleo with his Pimp cane straight or straight away, just in front of the ref. I think it was Kentosato. No, no, just goes for it. This match is pretty fun. 
Excuse me, I'm going to cough. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm going to press the mute button so you can't hear it. Hey, you learned how to use it. Great. Yeah, here we go. That's all right. So uh, Taguchi and Show are also super fun together. And I just really like the chemistry those two have. And, man, I love this crowd. The crowd really hates House of Torture. And it's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Hikaleo actually, actually manages to do that press slam tonight on show, which is, uh, and it looks like so much better. It's as if he was just like, I fucked that up last night. We got to make this work. And guess what? It was awesome. Nice. And then I get to see and everything is evil on Tenzan, just as an icing on the cake. Yay. Aw. The crowd is so <laughs> hot for Tenzan, too. When he gets tagged in, they lose their fucking minds. And it's like, they're just like, that's that guy with the crazy foot. You know, so I I uh, I enjoyed this, too, because like the uh, the good guys cheated a bunch, <laughs> too, and the crowd loved it, you know, and uh, any time that House of Torture got on offense, they would boo them. But mostly it was just the silence of disgust, oh, yeah. you know, which is great because it kind of made the cheering even sound louder. So I like that. Next, Luke, we have uh, Desperado Doki Takamichinoku. Zack Sabre Jr. and Kanemaru, goddamn, versus Alex Zane, Ren Narita, so the strong style, Finley, Master Huato, and Tiger Mask, yay! So that's fun. Wato and Desperado, they start out with some good old-fashioned juniors action. It's great. There's more yeah. juniors action with Doki and Tiger Mask tag in, and then Suzuki Goon, they go all Suzuki Goon, and they brawling, you know, brawl all over the place. So, of course, there's some heat on Tiger, and I gotta tell you, if you're going to wrestle Tiger Mask, don't ever put him in a standing bow and arrow. He's just going to do that little flip back kick thing. Don't just don't don't play into his tiger hands. OK, his tiger paws. All right. So right. Ren versus Kanemaru is next and they fight and it's good. Desperado tries to help, which gives Ren two people to kill, <laughs> which he does. Uh, there's an Irik from Kanemaru and Zack Sabre Jr.'s in. He and Ren Narita do tremendous oh wrestling. God. It's awesome. Then Finley's in versus Xavier Jr. And they do great wrestling. So that's awesome. It's great. Finley almost wins with uh, during a fish out of water exchange. And Zane versus Taka's next. And Taka gets some help. Zane hits a Zack driver on Taka Michinoku. And that is fucking bullshit. So I that is not okay with me. Cinnamon twist for the win on Taka. Fuck you, Alex Zane. Yeah, how do you? At least it wasn't Doki. So uh, yeah. yeah, there is that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Doki didn't invent that move and then give it to his partner. So it's like, hey, I just, I don't know, sack driver forever. Yeah, yeah it is a sack driver. Everyone needs to needs to recognize. <laughs> All right, next we got uh, Shingo and Hiromi Takahashi versus Taiji Shimori and Gato. Wow. And uh, all right, I like this match. It, it it is a lot of fun. Can I just say though, I really wanted daddy stuff. With cheering and yeah I feel that's when he's gone home I was just like man that would have been awesome to have both the you know both the, the daddy men in the ring and then the crowds going daddy daddy yeah man that would have been we'll get awesome. it in the United States we'll get it on 44th Street you better but uh look it's also a little weird this match like it's a lot of fun but you know Gato's eating this that's fine also uh -huh. 
Ishimori did most of the work this match, which was, well, no offense to Gato, you kind of want to see Ishimori versus Aroma and Ishimori versus Shingo. It's like, that's just how it is. And it was awesome. I liked really, really liked seeing Ishimori tangle with both Hiromu and Shingo. And he is fucking fast. He might be in his 40s or approaching 40 or whatever, but man, he is fast. So cool. It's great. Yeah. And then, you know, like, Gato's not even taking finishes. So, see, he's, he's getting Ishimori to do all the work, and then he's going to take the finish. Uh, you know, uh, I'll just take the pumping bomber. Okay. That's all, that's all it takes, man. You don't even need a finisher <laughs> when you're wrestling Gato. That's the way it is, man. Did you notice that, that like, at the beginning, LIJ, they wanted Kenta Sato to check Gato's beard, and Gator replied, shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. And then uh, another thing that was interesting in this match, to continue our, you know, storyline about how Shingo loves Ska, he he did, you know, tell everybody how much he loves Ska three times, in fact. And then Hiromu also told everyone how much he loves Ska, just once, though. He doesn't love it as much. Like he doesn't have the, you know, the checkered vans and the suspenders yet, but he can do the dance. So anyway, that yeah, was he's really more fun. into his punk bands anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's true. But there's a there's a strong link between ska and punk. They're kind of the same thing in a lot of ways. So just saying, you know, but that's uh, the anyway, that you get. Oh, I'm gonna punch you in the face. I'm flying. I'm <laughs> leaving my house right now. That's uh that is not okay. So there's other ska bands, but besides the Boston's, by the way, everyone, everyone in the world. So uh, anyway, next we have Bushi and Titan with Naito versus Brioche, Bruschetta, TJP, and Hanare. And there's a, this is where we get this like massive crowd reaction for Naito. Like Teton comes out, they're like, oh yeah, Teton. Bushi comes out like, oh yeah, I like him. And then Naito comes out and the plate, the fucking roof comes off the building. So yeah. <laughs> it's great. Naito has this cool new like long studded leather jacket. And I'm pretty sure that Teton bought it for him to suck up. So uh, yeah, we get Bruschetta and Teton start and it's really good. Naito tags in and the roof, uh, they just repaired the roof from him coming out and they had to repair it again because it came off again. Oh, those poor workers. But at least, you know, it's it's a living. So LIJ, they beat up Brioche for a while. <laughs> he gets some crazy rolling nice. double stomp thing on Bushi and tags in Hanari to face off against Naito. And Naito just handles him pretty, you know, pretty easily. But eventually Hanari starts getting all kinds of cool shit in. And TJP and Teton, they do the great junior stuff. A very brief hiccup where... Uh, maybe Brioche is late coming in for a double team spot or Teton was late starting the action. Can't tell. But uh, either way, they screwed up a little bit. And then Yui, uh, they're about to kill Teton and Bushi intervenes. Why? Just let him. That's fine. There's a uh, uh, boots. <laughs> there's boot scrapes from TJP, but Teton counters with his fancy DDT, which, by the way, he's done that a few times since he's been back. And it just doesn't look nearly as good as it did in the best of super juniors for some reason like they haven't nailed it yet i don't know why yeah. and he was and like the first time he did it that was like so awesome was versus tjp i think in best of super juniors so that's weird but um anyway there's a dive from bushi that takes out hanare uh cross arm high angle face breaker thing from teton which is really cool he does his intentional botch out of the ring clothesline in the corner and then the bj finish on tjp and teton gets the pin him and bushi they want them titles and brioche accepts the challenge but says they will regret it 
and Teton gives TJP the mask that his mask wears, which is, and Teton, like, TJP's like, okay, cool, thanks for that, dude. Yeah, I, I do like that they're all, like, arguing with, and shouting at each other at the end of the match, and I'm just like, well, there's Spanish there, there's Italian, there's, cool. uh, there's, there's English, there's Japanese, there's, like, there's a lot of languages flying around out there, it's, it's fucking funny. If- if like you know English mixed with Spanish is is uh, what do you call that? Uh, now I can't remember, but it's like Spanglish. Spanglish. What is yeah? What is Japanese mixed with you know with uh, uh, Spanish? Sorry, <laughs> it's, it's early in the morning. Sorry. So you know, is that we need to come up with a name for that because that's kind of what Naito speaks and Lij guys speak. They speak the mix between Japanese and Spanish. That's it. We're definitely gonna have to figure that out. Yeah, you okay? Yeah, I'll let you figure it out. I'm worried that if I start tossing out names to kind of join languages together, I might say something that's like, "Wait a minute, Luke, you shouldn't have said that." Fair enough. You just acted like that was the most exhausting thing I've ever brought up on the show. (laughs) (laughs) It can't be right. I mean, come on. No, definitely not. Oh, but I am gonna do. You had to hear well, that, next. everyone. All right, so next we've got Hiroki Goto and Kenta. And then it's a 15-minute TV title tournament match. I really like this match because it has Kenta kicking Goto's ass yeah, a lot. The, and I, the ref? Dude, in giving a star-studded <laughs> performance in this match. <laughs> Did I say I was going to give you this match? Do you want to take it? No, it's fine. You got it. You got it. All right, man. You're going to crush the last match anyway. And I'm just going to, you know what I'm going to say about it. Great match, but fuck that guy. (laughs) Man, this this, this is so cool. There's a a point where both men are trying to, or Kenta is trying to get Chumpy knocked out. So he's trying to throw the other guy into, into Chumpy. Chumpy rolls out of the way expertly. Then, then it happens again. Chumpy rolls out of the way expertly. <laughs> then something else happens, and Chumpy is like ru- running towards the the corner of the ring, and and he as he lands, his head bonks onto it, and then he lays back <laughs> unconscious. And look, this match is pretty fucking cool. Like, there's really some really cool, exciting Never style wrestling in it. Man, Chumpy just fucking stole the show. It was so, <laughs> so, so cool. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> There's a moment here where Kenta just, like, Goto's about to start, you know, chaining some strikes together and slaps. Just one of those strike, palm strikes that Kenta does. No, not having that whack. Fucking love that move. Just fucking smashed him. But, you know, Kenta's going to do what Kenta does. So uh, he could, he could go strike to strike with a go-to easily but hey work smarter not harder so he brings a chair in but uh i think uh kenta kenta fails to hit goto and goto grabs the chair and just fucking tosses it right at kenta and then just kind of closes line close lines the uh, lariats the chair into him and is that the moment where goto uh, kenta gets busted open Was yeah definitely definitely yeah Credit to Kenta. He checked. He put his Luke, hand that move. Checked. That yeah. that move that Kodo did. That's called a chariato, by the way. So. A chariato. That's actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I know. I, I do like Kenta's reaction to it. He, he reaches up, checks his head, looks at his fingers, 
and then doesn't really touch his head again after that because blood looks cool and Kent yeah. fucking knows that blood looks cool. So uh, <laughs> he loves it. Look, so... <laughs> look, he must have been a bit dazed after that chair shot and been bleeding from the head, so they have to do the finish twice as well. So uh, Kent hits yeah. the to sleep. Dude, so in their G1 match, that same thing happened. That's a, that's Remember? a go-to thing. Just, yeah, yeah. It's a go-to thing. Go-to fuck that that's, up twice. That's weird. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't understand that. And I don't know if it's supposed to be a botch, because it almost looked like he tried to headbutt him or something instead of do the knee. I don't know. It's weird. The ending was weird. But uh, fuck you, Goto. So, uh, yeah, yeah that, was, that was weird. But that was a good match. And it was like the blood added to it, you know, of course. As it, does. it really did give it a cool yeah. factor, yeah. yeah. That was great. So, uh and I'm glad that Goto lost. So, um, you know, it was also too that Kenta, Kenta like stood over Goto at the end and triumph. Like, yeah, that's what I want to do one day. So, uh, anyway, uh, n- next we have uh, a modern classic New Japan matchup. It's Sonata versus the Holy Emperor Taichi. And pecs yeah. will be popped. They will be popped, oh, Luke. And uh, yeah. sorry, let me just stop you before you keep going there. Yes. Before the Titan Bushi Naito uh, Empire match, uh, Toshiaka Kawada come, came out to join commentary, who's apparently oh. Taichi's hero and all that kind of stuff. What's he doing there? That's crazy. <coughs> okay. I didn't know who that was. So, because I, yes, cool. I didn't recognize him. So, okay. Thank you. That that solves a mystery. So, uh, obviously, he, like in this match, Taichi did Kawada kicks and got booed for it. So, you know, so I guess that's that's what was going on there. So, okay. So Pex will be pop, Luke, and we get the full oh, yeah. Miho Abe entrance. She's in the house. And it's great because, you know, during the match, we hear people going, Sonata! you know, idiots, of course. And then we hear like smart people going, Taichi! you know, and we can't tell. It's like, you know, during all this time with no cheering, Miho has been the only one going, Taichi! you know, so it's nice that, you know, she's mixed in with the other smart people. It's good. So That's anyway, uh, a bonus. Sonata wants to do the whole like peck routine, but Taichi says there's no time and the crowd loves that. So they're like, hee hee. And uh, they do push-ups and Taichi tries the Gato clutch immediately, right? And he nearly wins. So then uh, Sonata tries the O'Connor roll and Sonata almost wins. And they both are going for finishers right out of the gate. They kind of screw up a Rana powerbomb spot. It's, yeah, it's fine. This match is not the most crisp match in the world, but it rules. And Sonata acts like he's KO'd. Right, but, but he kicks out at 2.99999. Right, and there's a Greco Roman throat hole, a bunch of them from Tai Chi, uh, shitty kicks, and then great kicks from Tai Chi. And when I say shitty kicks, I mean those kicks where they walk up to somebody and just kind of scrape their boot on their face and say, Come on, come on. It's like the, the meme where the guy's poking something with a stick saying, Do something. That's that, you know. So, um, <laughs> so shitty kicks and then great kicks make Sonata fire up, of course. Axe Bomber from Sonata. And he plays the hits, double leapfrog, drop kick, plancha to the outside. He points at his ear, Luke, and then Insiguri to the arm from Taichi and um, one to the face from Taichi, too, for a double down. And then the pants are off, Luke, but it's skull in and Taichi counters with chokes and a choke slam. And the crowd goes nuts for that. There's a TKO from Sonata for a one count. Taichi's up and he hits a dangerous suplex. Sonata dangerous. Sonata gets a tiger suplex. What'd you think of that? Dude. Dude. That's great, right? Yeah. So 
right. Roaring Elbow and Sonata <laughs> falls out of the damn ring, and Taichi also falls out of the damn ring, and they tease a double count out, which is a great spot for this type of match. That's really good. Um, so they both get in and break the count at 19, and there are five minutes left, Luke. There's a Bouyer spot. Awesome strikes coming from both Insiguri and Taichi hits the last right power bomb for two. There's a Tiger driver from Sonata. What the fuck? For a double down. Uh, that's definitely got something to do with Kawada too. So there are two minutes left and they're both down. I'm rooting for time limit draw at this point because I'm worried about Taichi winning. I don't think he's going to win. And they both yeah. go for finishers and block each other's attempts at their uh, finisher pins. It's a little sloppy, but I love it. Skull in, and Sonata gets a full rear mount, and I'm really worried. Moonsault to the back, but Taichi kicks out. Oh, my God. Moonsault to the front, but knees up, sort of, because Sonata just, like, completely misses him and just goes right for the legs. <laughs> that was real bad. Um, there's more pin attempts, and finally Sonata gets a Connor roll for the win with, like, zero time left. It was a really good match, you know, but... I don't know. After the match, they brother around a little bit because they're like friends now, you know, and, and, the, and, you know, they're discussing what happened. Oh, you got me with this. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I did this and okay, that's what happened, you know, and Sonata wants a fist bump from Taichi and the crowd is like, give him the fist bump, Taichi, please. And he does it. And then Taichi walks up to Kawada and like challenges him to a match. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you do after you well, he just lost. He's out of the tournament. He doesn't know where his yeah. next match is going to be. Yeah, he might as well challenge Kawada. So. Yeah, might as well. So <clears throat> you've brought us something interesting. Talking through a lot of these tournament matches, and that is, like, none of them have broken the match or ruined the match or changed our colored our opinion of the whole match or any of the whole any of the matches. What I'm trying to say is. But you've, you've noticed, like, little botches here and there. Well, they've all got to work out. They've got to fit a lot of shit in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got to make yeah, it super exciting. There's a lot of moving parts with all these with all these matches. So I think it's something that's uh, bound to happen. But the matches have been pretty good. They, I think uh, <clears throat> night three, they, uh, they had two matches that should have been on night three. Do you want to get the crowd pumping? Kenta and Goto, Taichi and Sonata. No, great. I love this main event, which makes like I'm always watching a Sonata match, and I'm like, oh man, I love this match. And then Sonata has to ruin it by winning. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd be mad. <laughs> yeah, that was my head exploded twice. But like, I see you. I pay it with Sonata just like you do with Goto, but uh, they're both good matches and stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but like Sonata's good. Yeah, he is. It's just like usually he's in feuds with wrestlers. I like more. That's yeah, just how it I is. I know, buddy. I know, buddy. I'm sorry. So, uh, what is this like? We got some matches announced for the Rumble on 44th, and we also got mm -hmm. you know this tournament going on. So I guess um, our next uh, show for that's like on the 22nd, and I don't see any. This must be a house show. There's no title match or there's no tournament matches on it. Yeah, the next yeah. one's like the 25th or something or 23rd. Yeah, 23rd. Right. Sorry. Yeah, um, but it's on uh, Sunday. Yes, and that one, well, that one doesn't have... Oh, that's got the six-man tag team championship match on it. So that's what's going to go on there. We also get a singles match with Fujita versus Doki. Got to heat up Doki a little bit. You know, and Definitely. so I'm not sure when the the tournament continues. That's weird. 
<laughs> I think it's on Wednesday the 26th. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, so those, that'll be the following, the, the, the few days after that Sunday show. Victoriano versus the Great Khan. Yes, please. Yes. Uh, Tom Vaint. Oops, sorry about that. And then we've got uh, our main event will be Ishii versus Ren Rita. Fucking hell. Yeah. Wow. I live in a universe where that's happening and it's happening in my near future. Huh? It's so cool. Then, <clears throat> so we got three shows. We've got the Sunday show, then we've got Wednesday, Thursday. And nothing mentioned for the Thursday show, but it is a cheering event at Corican Hall. Yay. I love that, man. The, the whole place. So, you know, we've talked about before, but instead of having all the fans like down at the bottom, like close to the ring. Oh, they're both cheering events. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Well, every seat, every other seat is filled and it just looks like so many more people. You know, I don't I guess it's not. But man, it looks like so many more people. And it's loud. I can't wait. That's gonna be awesome. So, uh, for Rumble on the 44th, we got the Who's Your Daddy Kapow thingy. Uh, we also have a tag team match, which I predict will change, and it is Okada and Eddie Kingston versus Jay White and Juice Robinson. So that's I like that. I just I don't know. That's got a kind of inkling that's gonna change. I don't know. Maybe Juice needs to figure out what he wants to do. Does he want to continue with New Japan? Does he want to go somewhere else? Does his wrestling he's want to signed to New Japan? He's he's a New Japan guy. Yeah, but what's yeah. all this? Yeah. I don't know. He's rock hard. Yeah. So maybe well, he's I just like hard with him, but gross. I think that like maybe that's just talking about how he's real stubborn. You know, it doesn't mean anything to do with his penis. It's yeah. about or his like mental attitude. It's about how stubborn he is. That's why he's rock hard. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all right. And Yoshihashi hates him because, like, he's so big he can't get rock hard. So, what is that? <laughs> so oh, you like house dragons? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> all right. I really like uh, this final episode that we watched. It's not the final one, and there's like one or two more. I really liked it because I knew, spoiler alert for house dragon, dragon housing. For the whatever episode aired this week. Dragon housing. <laughs> yeah, housing dragons like, and dragon housing. Man. But I really liked it because I knew stuff would go down after uh, King Paddy uh, kicked a bucket. I just thought it would be, I don't know, a little more faster paced and action packed. Like, I'm sitting here watching a show I know is, you know, used to throwing the audience curveballs and just like boom that character life is gone now by something like that and i don't feel like we've got a huge amount of that i'm waiting for something amazingly shocking and like holy shit to happen yeah so far, and instead what i'm getting is just a really well acted really good show <laughs> yeah it's just like a drama and there's there's not as much i mean there's crazy shit but like cutting a dude's head in half is not the red wedding is it you know what i mean so like i don't know i mean like a jump scare in the middle of the show isn't the red wedding but i'm not mad at it you know i've enjoyed the show mostly i just this last episode it was like come on already <laughs> come on we're ready do the fighting you know because apparently this is all leading to some big war where like everybody dies and like i'm ready to see some of that you know i also think that subconsciously 
my brain the whole time was like, where's Doctor Who? You know, yeah. and uh, the you know, obviously, I think he's going to work great, you know, better as a character that's kind of like, you know, the Undertaker, Underbaker, or something like that. It only shows up every once in a while, and I get that. And to that release makes it great. the sweetness. Yeah, <laughs> all over the you know all of Moletown, and uh, he just, I just missed him, you know, on this episode. And God, isn't Sir Christian Cole or whatever his name is, man? Fuck him. God, he's like turned heel like really well in the show. But I mean, it's like ready for him to get a little comeuppance. You see the handsome man one? Yes, he's the guy that like Renera chose to, you know, she it's all her fault, of course, because she's the one who chose him because he only he's the only guy that had battle experience. And now he's some he's like turned heel. And it's like, all right, he's been heel for eight episodes. Somebody kill him. (laughs) Come on. It's like, uh, well, Queen, hey, Queen Lady, you've got all these, like, the hand will help you. The the Tide Queen is saying, like, why don't you take power? Like, everyone's, all points are pointing to, like, hey, we should put you up. No, it's got to be my son. I'm just like, oh, that's on. Do something. Your sons suck, except for the one with one eye. He is awesome. In fact, he, <laughs> he kind of scares me a little bit, too. He's Doctor Who Jr. Jr., man. He is Doctor Who Jr. Watch out for him, man. I think, you know, the other thing that was weird about that last episode is it's like, okay, so we're supposed to, like, the whole thing is that, like, the hand and his daughter have been running shit for, like, a couple years now or something, right? Because, you know, the king's been fucking out of commission before he was dead for a long time. And so we're supposed to expect that he dies and then she like hears something that was supposed to be said to Rhaenyra. And so that just changed everything. And all of a sudden they're against each other to get the kid. Because why? Because Queen doesn't yeah. want Rhaenyra to get killed. That is convoluted, man. Come on. That's a little, that's pretty bad. Not a fan of that. It is pretty convoluted. I mean, all they needed to, I don't know. I just kept waiting for the Queen to do something even cooler. I like the character. She's very interesting. She's become very interesting as the show's progressed because she was like the most boring character at the start of the show, wasn't she? I just hate how clueless she is, you know, because she's got all this agency. She's doing shit. We know she's capable. We've seen her do awesome stuff. And like, but she, you know, she's not in the loop. She, I mean, this episode is about her being put in the loop, I guess. And it's like, why couldn't she just been in the loop? <laughs> know what i mean i don't i guess they're just trying to give her you know baby face traits because they have to give every character you know for the most part every main character on a you know a game of thrones show is going to have both you know face and heel dynamics because they want everybody to be kind of you know evil and good just like it is in real life you know so yeah i don't know i'm not mad at it i just you know do you know how many episodes are left one so little 10 episodes i was hoping we get like a 13 seems like there could be more but i mean a lot of shit has to happen it's weird too because the formula on the first show game of thrones was that the the episode before uh the last episode would always be the one where the crazy shit happened and then the last episode be the one where yeah a little crazy shit happens but it's more about setting up the next season like you know it's just, 
I like that a lot, but I don't know, man. I've enjoyed the show overall. Uh, Ring Powers is over. I fucking loved it, Luke. I loved it. And like, I'm not going to spoil anything or talk about it too much, but like, the internet hates it. And I don't understand. Like, what do you want from it? I don't get it. I think it's also being unfavorably compared to House um, Dragons, even though it's like apples and oranges, man. It's like they're two completely different things. I've got three episodes left of Ring Powers. Episode six is my next one, man. So I think I'm watching okay. that. Okay. You said it was awesome. So <clears throat> I, I'm at the point now with Ring Powers. I'm just like, all right, you've got your ducks in a row. Everything's looking good. All right. Now. Now. So you, you were telling me about episode six. So yeah. Some yeah, you're going to shit your pants. Like, get ready. No, no peeing during this. No stopping it. It's balls to the walls the whole fucking episode. <laughs> it's like the it's like it reminds me of like uh, I think it might be episode nine in in uh, Twin Peaks: The Return, where it's like all of the other shit I really love, but that episode is like the work of art. It's like one of the greatest pieces of television things in the history of television, and like you just work up to that. And I, I you know. I don't think this is on the level of a genius like David Lynch, but my point is, is that that episode six, I'm pretty sure that's the one. It is some of the best television I've ever seen. It's fantastic. Nice. And just to even more piggyback on what you were saying, I, I don't get the hate the show's got either. I found the first episode to be way too slow, but every episode after that, Things are moving at a decent clip. There's things happening. The characters are pretty strong and they stand out and they're pretty good. And I don't know. I like it. it it's a really yeah, good man. show. Well, it's, uh, it's not House Dragons, but House Dragons, like you said, is more of, I don't know. I think they're kind of the same thing, you know, but they're just different versions of that same thing. They're both high fantasy. It's fine. You know? Yeah. I, I, re- I don't understand what killing a bunch of like people that live at King's Landing was supposed to prove though, like, hey, I'm gonna kill you all with my dragon, and then look at ya, look how mad I am. See you later. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, didn't you just didn't your dragon just sit on like a thousand people? Like what what is it? Yeah. Does that have nothing to there? do with this? I mean <laughs> Yeah, they're just there to watch the ceremony, Jesus. Oh man, maybe maybe that's supposed to send a message like you know like hey, if you guys go to war with us over this, I mean we're not just gonna kill you, we're gonna kill like everybody, and maybe you know because they got Doctor Who, they're gonna be like fucking ruthless, and that's just the beginning of it. If that's it, all right, cool. If it was just like hey, this is some cool shit, and it was just like a visual thing, I'm like okay, look cool, but doesn't make any sense. Here's here's what's gonna happen. Do you reckon one-eyed guy will take the dragon that used to be the older lady lady's daughters, and he'll use that to freaking like rip her in half or something? I don't know. Dragon fight. We gotta have dragon fights. I mean, the the it's called the dance of the dragons, right? This war. So like, yeah, they're gonna fight. Anyway, I'm excited for that. Don't mean me, Sandy. <clears throat> All right. Hope everyone liked a bit of uh, Never Realm talk at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. I did too, actually. I thought we were going to go and still get to talk a little more. I always yeah. get disappointed well, when we just talking about the wrestling. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, we could talk right. about the Underbaker more if you want. I mean, 
I could tell no, you more. No, you know, so no, he, no, dude, we have he, to he has meal. No, we have to can't. piecemeal the underbaker story, so we have the <laughs> underbaker to look forward to in every episode. Well, I mean, just a slide. Here's a little tease. You know, he he came to the ring wearing you know a chef's hat, a black chef's hat, and fucking uh, pot holders on his hands that are black. <laughs> The oh underbaker is genius. I'm this glad he won that battle royale too. He he was getting beat up in the middle of it, and he was like playing dead or whatever. He's you know sold, and the guy comes out with a giant rolling pin, <laughs> and he's, he's did the sit up gimmick. Oh my god, he chokeslammed <laughs> everybody. Yeah, it was tremendous. So. All right, yeah man. All right, dude. All right, so that is our show, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, buy our never shit and look never as fuck. Uh, just do it. And uh, uh, things are shaping up pretty well in, uh, in Gator, we trust. Conference room four? <laughs>